So which one of these guys do you think is the Boy Scout? They could have picked a much more metal sounding not for their band name, in my opinion. Why not call your band? Why not? <laughs> Noose Knot. <laughs> There's a Blood Knot. Great band name. The Knot called Eye Splice. Great band name. E-Y-E, Eye Splice. Yeah. Shroud Knot, Strangle Knot, Monkey's Fist, Pile Hitch. These are Monkey's all- Monkey's Fist. Come on, these are great knots. Pretty great band names. Balloon Knot. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely name your band Balloon Knot, please. Please do. <laughs> somebody. Yo, somebody start a Slipknot cover band called Balloon Knot. I will. But that would be just amazing. I will wear your shirt every day. Do all the songs like the Shins would do them. Yeah, you got to like slow them down. Glockenspiel. Acoustic. Please do. I think a lot of this band's fans think a Slipknot is super dark and scary because it's what you hang people with. But that's a hangman's knot. A slip knot is called a slip knot because it, it slips comes, out. It comes undone so easily when you just pull one end of it. Mm. This would be one of the worst knots to do anything dark or scary. It's the least metal knot that I could think of, honestly. Yeah, I think you just named a whole bunch of other great knots. Also, this band and its fans. The maggots? They will all, yeah, the maggots. Uh, that's ripped off from Cannibal Corpse, by the way. Uh, look into it. They refer to the band as The Knot. Shorthand mm -hmm. for Slipknot. Literally the same number of syllables. <laughs> Not, Not a shortcut. Any, <laughs> Not any easier to say. That's pretty funny. Next, there is a clown in this band. At least one clown. There's one clown. Don't mistake the other people in the band as being clowns. They're not clowns. There's only one clown. They are clowns, though. Well, yes. Yeah. This is a bunch of guys that work at haunted houses. Oh, yeah. That just didn't want Halloween to end. So they started a band. That's got to be the story, right? They love it so much. They start talking and they're off and they're like smoking cigarettes, eating donuts. And they're like, what if we just stayed this way all the time, dude? <laughs> what if we just stayed like this? Yeah, but how? I got to assume anyone who really listens to this show has had friends in metal bands maybe a metal band that for some reason people care about but probably metal bands that no one cares about they take themselves so seriously yeah. so it is hilarious to me to know under those masks is just a metal dude who thinks he's doing shit that matters you know I'm, we're just trying to stay true to ourselves this album i'll tell you what if you thought anything we did was heavy before this album is gonna blow all that shit out of the water man yeah. it's all the stuff that you used to love about us plus we're always pushing ourselves to try to go further never stop pushing the boundaries this is every fucking metal interview you've ever red these are the people in these masks they definitely take this shit very serious although i would respect it more in one of the interviews if they were like this record we really pushed the envelope and got crazy and we really turned up the volume on the turntable action we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. <laughs> yeah. and the kegs we really didn't enjoy working with rick rubin but he did manage to get clowns trash cans sounding yeah. better than ever really comes through in this album all i want to know is how many slipknot fans would look down on ICP fans. Oh, shit tons. You know that's a thing, right? Sure. I think Slipknot fans look down on a lot of other bands that they really shouldn't oh, look yeah. down on. Other mall metal bands that are just like Slipknot that did it better. Metal fans are elitist as 
fuck. Sure. The most elitist of By far. any genre of music. I guarantee you there are Slipknot fans who think ICP fans are a bunch of fucking morons, mm-hmm. which is really funny because one of the first things that Slipknot did to get attention, I don't know how this happened, who got lied to, they did it or their team did it, but you can find video of this happening. The Howard Stern Show, when it was still on terrestrial radio, ICP were the guests on Howard Stern's show as they often were back in the 90s. Yeah, they were on Howard Stern a lot. This is back in the day when Slipknot was no one knew who they were. No one knew what they looked like without their mask on. They were identified by numbers, blah, blah, blah. They were still true to the whole thing. The shtick was very real still. You can tell how worked up they are trying to broadcast this image of what they are supposed to be staying in character. So ICP's on the Howard Stern show. Stern's like, have you heard of this band Slipknot? We've got them waiting in a room back here. ICP's like, no, I've never heard of them, of course. Then Slipknot comes in and they're all hyper. It becomes kind of a circus trying to like even keep this show happening. The haunted house has arrived. Clown's giving Jordison a piggyback ride, I think. This is the level of we've got to make this crazy. I know what I'll do. You give me a fucking piggyback ride. Mm -hmm. Crazy, guys. Y'all are out of your minds. I think one of them goes off in the corner and pretends like he's jerking off. Dumb, dumb gimmick, dumb shit. Stern says to whoever he's talking to, so I heard you got a problem with ICP. And they're like, oh, no, we think they're great. We love what they do. We think they're awesome. Back to ICP. Can I please get some action happening here? ICP, well, how do you feel about this shit? Do you think these guys are just like gimmicky? They're like, no, we think it's great, man. Yeah. I fucking hate it when people come out with like a flannel shirt tied around their waist. Give me a show. Give me this. It was presented like it's going to be a feud, but it's a total love affair because these two acts are the same thing. ICP just trimmed the fat. Well, they didn't They didn't trim all the fat, if we're well, going to be honest. They trimmed the fat of the uh, extra members okay. that Slipknot has. Okay. Not that they went jogging and, you know, burned calories. Well, let's try to keep this based in reality. So if you're a Slipknot fan who thinks ICP is so stupid, the band that you love thinks ICP is great. Next, I got to assume that Slipknot concerts historically have been a place where it's a lot of dudes in masks hanging out. You think so? In the audience. Yeah, I would would go ahead and guess. A bunch of dudes in masks, generally not my kind of party. Name any kind of gathering where it's mostly guys in masks and everything's okay. I'll wait. Yeah, I got nothing. No, you don't. It doesn't it's exist. only bad things. Yes, it's sure. only yeah. bad parties. Yeah, if you roll up to a party in the middle of summer and everyone's wearing a mask, you're probably either going to get robbed or shot or both. <laughs> or hung from a or tree. Hung. You're definitely not leaving the party with all your limbs. No. And or maybe your life. Slipknot shows are basically the opposite of the party in the movie Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut party, it's millionaires in a mansion doing pure blow and having real wild orgy sex. Mm -hmm. Slipknot show, dirty people in the middle of a muddy field smoking salvia and not getting laid. Definitely not getting laid. You went the salvia route. I was going to go way harder. What, like nitrous? I wouldn't even give them that much credit. Okay, they're for sure drinking moonshine. Do they live in a cornfield? No, I think Slipknot fans don't even know where to buy meth or how to get moonshine. I think they smoke salvia when it's legal. 
These are people who smoke K2 because ah, you can buy you it go. at a head shop. Yes, man. Again, it's just ICP fans. It's ICP fans who think they're too hard to be ICP fans. Also, I, the Slipknot's music is actually dumber. Lyrically, I wonder, they're probably pretty close. Too. Slipknot's music is dumber than ICP. Listen to the song People Equal Shit if you disagree. Listen to Miracles by ICP and then listen to People Equal Shit. What sounds smarter to you? People yeah. Equal Shit is just lyrically, when you don't have big words to use to express how you feel, mm. people really frustrate me. No, 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 no. People Equal Shit. Yeah, man. Man, that's deep. If anyone thinks it's mean of me to call Slipknot fans dirty people, the clown started wearing latex gloves during meet and greets because he realized how nasty Slipknot fans are. Yeah, so. Yes, I would guess half of them don't shower it before shows or after shows. I've heard stories about one of these guys getting peed on in the dressing room shower after a show. So yeah, I'm sure they're not worried about it. That's sick. Get it? All right, I've never pretended to be good at math, but there are nine people in this band, correct? Mm-hmm. Nine people in the band Slipknot. Surely one of them is going to be upset by this episode. I've never heard nine people's worth of sounds in a Slipknot song, and any time I've ever seen Slipknot play, there are always at least two of these motherfuckers running around the stage just doing dumb shit. You could kick out. Half of these guys, and it would make no difference. Right. I'm sure you've seen the lawsuit that they're in right now. One of the members is suing Corey and the clown, saying that they got secret companies set up to take money. What? Fuck, good. Corey's the one that sings, and that's the one everyone pays attention to there. And clown is the one that's always been the guy who, like, runs out into the crowd, ties people up with a microphone cable, drags them around, lights everyone else on fire. So you've got the main dude doing the music stuff and the main dude doing the bullshit stuff. Mm -hmm. Why should anyone else get paid? I agree. Fuck them. It could be a two-piece. I think they should just kick everyone else out of the band altogether. Just have cardboard cutouts. I'll go one further. I think everyone should kick everyone out of this band. I think this band should have zero members. How about that? Perfect. Oh, dude, animatronic people. You could put an animatronic guy on a floating thing pretending he's playing drums. Nobody would know the difference. Chuck E. Cheese, but for like live shows, everyone gets kicked out. The band becomes sentient. The name becomes sentient. Right. The knot kicks everyone out of the band. Do you realize how much money you have to make for splitting it between nine people to be a viable option? Well, you don't have to worry about that if you just fuck over other band members. I don't think they started doing that right away. You don't think so? I do know on the nine members. On the credits, they generally do credit all the writing to every member. Sure. So at least up until people stopped buying music, the money was getting split evenly. But like, even if this shit goes. I'm pretty sure their first album went double platinum, at least platinum. Yeah. Still, you got to split that nine ways. You're getting 10% of anything a solo artist would get, basically. That's really shitty. But that's why maybe people start doing shiesty shit, because you're like, all this guy does is show up and bang on a trash can with a baseball bat, and he makes the same money I make? That's bullshit. I'm the singer. Yeah. Or I'm the fucking clown. I don't know. I do something in the band besides stand there and look like a moron. Wait, that sounds like a pretty egocentric line of thought. Do you think ego might be a problem in this band? Which one? It's got to be a problem just because there's so many egos to deal with. That lawsuit is over Chris. I don't know how to say his last name. He's one of the hit stuff guys in the band. (laughs) A completely removable member. He alleges that Corey and the clown set up other companies based in other states, money from touring and money for merchandise. Obviously, the main sources of income for this band now. Think about it. ICP, if they made $9,000 a night doing like small clubs in the beginning, 
and Slipknot made $9,000 a night. Yeah. They were making a shit ton of money doing ICP. All the while, people going to see Slipknot think ICP fans are dumb. ICP fans, all they care about is family, dude. Woo woo. So we have new t-shirts, but I just realized, can we say how... How specifically can we describe the designs of our new shirts? Uh, we have shirts that roundaboutly might kind of make you think of a certain 90s runs rock band uh, and or another famous rock band from the across the pond. It rhymes with the bowling bones. <laughs> the bowling bones. Yeah. Shmirvana. <laughs> Shmirvana. Come on down to yfbspod.com. Merch store. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a flag. Buy a pin. Buy a sticker. Also, it would be much easier to get on stage in the ICP getup than anything that these Slipknot guys have to yeah. wear. Put some paint on your face, fine. It's 100 degrees in a field. Yeah. Do you want to walk on stage with some paint on your face, or do you want to walk out in a boiler room suit with a mask that encases your full head? Yeah. Slipknot members pass out all the time. Wearing a really hot suit. Although, do they still wear them? I thought now it's like, Corey's got that weird mask that everyone hates. This is the more modern Slipknot. Wearing like a peacoat. It looks like a jacket and a scarf. He's looking like Phantom of the Opera. Like, yeah, yeah. At a festival in the dead of summer. How do you not die? I got to imagine every time one of these guys passes out from heat exhaustion, that just kills more brain cells. Then you're looking at more dumb drama. That's just, I wonder if they've ever thought about making a reality show out of this band. Which one do you cover, though? There's nine of them. If you spent 10 minutes with each one, that's an hour and a half. You would have to assign them hand-holding buddies, and they would have to be like, you three have to hang out, you three have to hang out, you three have, you to, have to hang to. out. Three, three, because three. Because nobody wants to watch that on Earth. Not one human being. As far as the masks go, according to the band Mushroom Head, this is a band from Ohio. They were offered a very shitty record deal by the label Roadrunner. We're talking small advance, way too big a cut of the merch, all of it. So they just turned it down. They're making money as a live act, so they don't really give a shit about this record deal. Next thing you know, this band Slipknot from Iowa, who have been trying and failing to get a record deal, decide to replace their lead singer with someone people can understand a little bit better when he's doing his growling. They can understand the words that he's saying a little bit better. And this guy can do something that sounds like singing to people who shop at Hot Topic. This all happens right around the time this band decides to start wearing boiler room suits and masks. No big deal, by the way. The bass player is going to wear a pig mask, just like the bass player in Mushroom Head. 100% coincidence. I'm so sure. Dude, that's totally for sure just an, an accident. So sure that's a coincidence. For sure. There's never been a time where a label came to people and made a suggestion on a change that they could make to make this band more like a band they wanted to sign, but couldn't get a deal signed with. Labels don't do that. And a metal band would never do that. Guys that really care about metal so deeply and care about writing like really great shredding riffs. Yes. They would never, correct, ever rip off another band's image. They would also never go to, for instance, the only band in the scene who's getting local radio play, making shitty ballad music. <laughs> this is Stone Sour, which is a thing that existed before Slipknot. Yeah. Slipknot had another singer, made a demo, did not get them a record deal. They were this was a time when metal could get you a record deal. I know yeah. that sounds insane to everyone right <laughs> now. This is the way it was. You yeah. could get a record deal. So then they wanted a record deal. Corn had happened, you know, this was a thing. They wanted to get in. Their first singer wasn't cutting it. They went to the 
band that was the, the closest thing to a singer they could find is who they went to. Mm-hmm. Took him and the guitar player. Slipknot is birthed into the world. You got a record deal with Roadrunner. Fast forward to 2005, Slipknot is suing Burger King, saying that some commercials they've been running with this fake heavy metal band and chicken mask called Cock Rock. (laughs) Pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Slipknot sues Burger King, saying that they are copying them. Mm. Obviously, Burger King won this fucking lawsuit. (laughs) A, our band doesn't look like you. If, right. you. if you want to get mad at someone, go look at the FedEx commercials with the masked heavy metal band because there's definitely some of these guys who look like some of you guys. Our commercials don't look like you. There's a bunch of guys in chicken masks. Next, you didn't invent this shit. Third, we're parodying the concept of bands who wear masks, which you might as well be doing as well because you're terrible. Yeah, I just wonder who thinks up these ideas. At Burger King? Or no, no, to, oh, to sue him? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> that is also not metal. Being a whiny bitch and going, I can't believe that Burger King would do that. And we're going to sue them. The least metal thing of all time. I expect the fucking Jonas Brothers to do that. Mushroom Head spent a long time whining about Slipknot. Slipknot whined about this Burger King thing, tried to sue him. Anyone who thinks either one of these bands has a valid reason to bitch about any of this, real quick, it'll take you five seconds. Google image search Mr. Bungle masks. We'll wait. Let me know what comes up. This is just some weird obsession with Michael Myers gone wrong. I really do think that this band is just obsessed with Halloween. I think they listen to corn. This is great music. I fucking love Michael Myers. We live in Iowa. I'm bored as shit. Oh my God, I have an idea. A hundred years later, we're suffering through every new Slipknot album. Slipknot is just corn part two though, right? Slipknot is, uh, I think, a culmination of two things. The new metal of corn, mm-hmm. and then uh, shitty Slayer riffs. We're just going to play really fast and shitty like Slayer. This is the corn that someone picked out of Slayer's shit. Yeah. Yes, exactly right. And I mean, Slayer's just easy because I hear like the, the obsession with speed. How fast can we possibly play? But we got to have some hooks because corn has hooks. <laughs> corn has all the fans. We want some. Slipknot even named their second album Iowa. You know what they have in Iowa? Yeah. Nothing and corn. A lot of corn. Slipknot even has their own brand of whiskey made out of corn. There's a whole list of things. They're basically obsessed with corn. Corn, the band, exists long before Slipknot. Their first album comes out in 1994. They have a song on the first album called Clown. Now, I'm no rocket scientist, <laughs> but Corn the sequel. If you want to go there, the clown is actually the one who orchestrated all this. Yeah, he's the guy. Clown is the one who went to all the heavy metal bands in the scene and pulled people from the ones that he wanted, then went to the Stone Sour people and got them. Yeah, it's the clown. He's the guy. The clown's the one who made the corn whiskey, and he says he drinks it on the rock, so it must be trash if he's putting ice in it. What I think is interesting is did corn go into the future? Because there's a song on that record that just really reminds me of Corey Taylor. And I don't know. I'll let people see if they can figure figure it out. I, I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's probably a song called Clown on that first Corn album because being afraid of clowns slash embracing clowns as something to be afraid of was such a 90s thing. People would make clowns such a huge part of their personality. Oh, I don't like clowns. You get that clown the fuck away from me. Yeah, a thing. Why? It would make sense if it was anything that was actually scary, I guess. I don't know. If you said to me, clowns are creepy, 
I'd be like, okay, scary, legitimately frightened by clowns. It probably has a lot to do with the first It movie. It came out in 1990. If you're a child when you saw that which i was i'll tell you the truth the original it scared the living shit out of me because it was scary because the clown it ate people but you know what it did not do it did not make me afraid of clowns in general right it made me afraid of the clown in it Ronald fucking McDonald fed people. I haven't actually seen the full movie of it, but I did read the book. Is it not an extraterrestrial creature? It is. Yes. Disguised as a clown. Yeah. It's not like clowns are. But the actually the real story is bizarre. How the kids have to all fuck each other at the end. To yeah. Get well, rid that's of it. something that he, uh, <laughs> I think he wanted to leave out. Oh, yes. Really? I mean, I, maybe. I don't know. Orgy scene with the girl. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't. Didn't hold up well. Speaking of orgy, killer band. Yeah. If you like Slipknot and you've never heard the band Orgy, yeah. you're probably going to like it a lot. There's a bunch of great bands people should listen to, including Korn. It looks like Slipknot doesn't like being called new metal. We're metal metal. We're not new metal. Your band is new metal, <laughs> Whatever, dude. dude. It's like <laughs> literally the definition of new metal. Korn created new metal. You obviously just wanted to be heavier, maybe more emphasis on metal than new, but you have a DJ. We got the you can't be a freaking metal band and have yeah, a DJ. Exactly. You have a DJ, you're a new metal band. Metal with a DJ is new metal. Literally definition. Also, I don't think it seems like anyone in the band Slipknot likes much of anything at all. So I'm not sure why it matters that they don't want to be called something. Who fucking cares? And I know we're going to get some no-nothing tryhard telling us how complex Slipknot's music is and it could be new metal because this and that, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Listen to Mudvayne. Sure. And then don't talk to me anymore, okay? Mm -hmm. Listen to Sister some of a down stop trying to talk to me there's way better bands in the genre if you're gonna like the genre listen to lamb of god is way heavier oh buddy if we're gonna compare just pure heaviness lamb of god is infinitely heavier than slipknot try that on <laughs> yeah 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 redneck if you really think that slipknot is heavy you need to listen to the bands that they are the commercial version of slipknot is very much a you can buy this at the mall version of actual metal sure. bands not to get all metal elitists on you right now or anything but, but if we're you, going to if you listen to the bands that they are quote unquote influenced by yeah. these bands don't have the like saliva singer chorus right you know? yes 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 they don't have that as far as i'm aware <laughs> There's no singing in Cannibal Corpse. No, man. I don't think I've ever heard. <laughs> I've never heard him do that into a really pretty singing part about yeah. skull fucking a corpse. You won't understand me. <laughs> like, no, they're not going to fucking no, do that. No. People who sell this band to you now, this band is so heavy. And I just don't think that they really are. Oh, really? Dead Memories is heavy? Is that a really heavy song? What makes things heavy is is context. Heavy is a dynamic. It's got to be heavy in relation to something else. If it's not, then it's not anything. Slipknot's problem, definitely on the first two albums, is this was just like, here's this. Yeah. Here's this slab of fucking noise. Pure punishment. Yeah, over, over, over. His vocals are always like, and then the chorus is like, do you remember the soda surge? Yeah, oh yeah. Add Surge to Gore and you get Slipknot. You've listened to the whole album White Pony by Deftones, I'm sure, right? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing about Heavy is it's only heavy compared to something else. If you listen to the song Elite from the Deftones album White Pony, that's the one that's like, <laughs> that shit. It, maybe that doesn't sound as heavy as Slipknot, but if you go press play on the first song of White Pony and wait until you hear 
elite in context, it's heavy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Because they built a world, they constructed a world in which that song sounds monstrous. Right. Slipknot doesn't do that. I mean, arguably, there's a feel to real heavy music that you can't just blast, can't just add more sound to something and call it heavy. No. But nine members is just going to sound like mud. For sure. Which it does. And just a lot of noise doesn't make things heavy. That's why I don't think Slayer is heavy. I think Slayer sucks. It's funny. I've said it before. It's hilarious. It's just a sticky, goofy thing. But it's this idea of if we yell louder, if we play faster. We're going to be more extreme. That that is heavier. Have you ever seen the movie Event Horizon? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's just that movie. That's a horror movie. Terrifying. It right? is terrifying. All right, yeah. so I saw that movie when it came out. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it scared the absolute ever-loving fuck out of me when I was a kid. Right? It, it holds up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in memory, one of the scariest parts in that movie is when they watch this video clip of people who've been sent to this like hell dimension. Yeah, it's a very short clip. The first time you see it, everything happens so fast. You're not really sure what you're seeing. All you know is it's violent. It's gross it's wrong there's just this isn't right i shouldn't be watching this is how it feels but the reason that it's scary it's not a whole movie like that Mm -hmm. that little scene is given space by the context and pacing Mm -hmm. if the whole movie was just an hour and a half of that video clip just screaming and blood and violence you can't tell what anyone's saying it would not work nobody would be scared it would just be funny that's exactly what slipknot albums are someone made a whole movie of that that little section of Event Horizon. Oh, that's the scary part? Well, we could do that. We could do that better than anyone. Watch, watch. We'll have more eyeballs and more blood than they do. It's scarier what we're doing. Dude, Event Horizon is a scary movie. Absolutely. If you've never seen it, I don't know if you should watch it unless you're really into horror movies. Oh, man. It's trippy. I was young when I saw it. I had nightmares for maybe like a month over Yo, that movie. It is a scary it movie. It fucked me up. Yeah. I think some somebody should do acid and watch that movie. Don't Just do that. Don't do that. All right, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. First of all, you more, might go crazy. More people should cast Sam Neill in horror yeah. films. If you're a real movie person, by the way, this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about right now. But if you're a real horror movie person and a real fan of movies, you should see a movie called Possession by the director Andre Zulovsky, Z-U-L-A-W-S-K-I, I think. This is one of the few English language movies that this guy made. Watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's think about horror. The best movies, the scariest movies, movies like Alien get rated like one of the scariest movies ever made. You barely see the actual alien in the movie. It's the story. It builds up intenseness. It's scary. You're exactly right. By the third, Friday the 13th movie especially, it's not scary anymore. It's campy. By the third Slipknot album, we're talking about acoustic ballads with string sections (laughs) and oh, background vocals and shit. (laughs) Later in their career, meaning three albums in, shockingly, their biggest songs aren't their heaviest songs. I think from that third album on, Slipknot sounds like Lamb of God's little brothers hired the singer of Saliva and every now and then they hit him in the throat with a baseball bat. Sure. (laughs) To make sure he can't sing. And he's like, (laughs) He actually sounds okay. Hit him in the throat again. You do it again. <laughs> First two Slipknot albums, it's just press play. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. just the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And who gives a shit? So then they bring in Rick Rubin. Right. I would recommend listening to the song Circle, Rick Rubin produced, after a hiatus in which several members sort of floated the idea that there may not be another Slipknot album. I uh-huh. don't know if I'm going to make another album with those guys, blah, blah, blah. Right. As if you matter other than two dudes. In that time, what's Corey Taylor do? Yeah. Goes off and creates Nickelback Light. He revives Nickelback Light. That's right. That's right. I can't say he creates. He revives his original band that nobody was ever going to care about. Then what you have on Slipknot albums from that point forward is Slipknot playing tug of war with Stone Sour. After those first two albums, there's going to be some Stone Sour bullshit in there. What is Stone Sour's? biggest song of all time and always will be through the glass it's a ballad all stone sour songs absolutely nobody would care about stone sour if it wasn't brought back with the narrative of slipknot singer removes mask to actually sing yeah you would never have heard of stone sour if slipknot didn't become a thing which is exactly why Corey taylor and jim root quit Stone Sour to go be in Slipknot, which is also why it's hilarious that anyone thinks that Slipknot's music is so intense and complex or whatever, because we're literally talking about a band where some of the main creative force is coming from this bullshit. So, all right, Stone Sour is basically what you get when the guys in a hair metal band are too ugly to dress up like hot girls and all they ever play is the boring ballads. Mm-hmm. That's Stone Sour. I think it, Stone Sour is what happens when somebody looks at the success of a band like Nickelback. These guys write some killer songs. They have so many great riffs. They write these really awesome radio rock songs. Let's do that. And then, but they can't because they've been spending the last 10, 15 years of their life in Slipknot. Chad calls Stone Sour Nickelback light, which is correct. Taylor called Nickelback, quote, fucking pretty boys which again is not a diss on their music their looks yeah if stone sour had been attractive as them everyone would have been listening to stone sour already i wouldn't have had to go be in slipknot yeah that has nothing to do with the quality of songs which are the reason why people like nickelback people like nickelback because they write catchy hooky great songs right instead of being like oh they can't write a song which is obviously not true they sold 100 million albums they're fucking pretty boys but that would be like us coming on this podcast all the time and only talking about looks they're pretty that's why everyone nobody likes would it. like them I if they weren't so pretty i think the only time i ever even said that was the neutral milk hotel episode which is actually hilarious that i would say people listen to neutral milk hotel because jeff mangum's a pretty boy sure that's not why anyone Dude. listens to that band <laughs> <laughs> Kroger went on to comment on the fact that Slipknot looked like a bunch of dummies in masks. Yup. He said, quote, they had to put on masks and jump around. How good can your music be if you got to beat up each other on stage, throw up in your own mask every night? Music shouldn't come with a gimmick. That's great. Now I feel like we have to do an episode on Kroger so it doesn't come on here and like take over our idea. They're great. How yeah. could you? I don't know. How, how could it... anyone run that band down? Anyone know. who knows what they're talking about, at least. But that makes me appreciate Kroger even more. But I do remember <clears> it's <throat> like that Howard Stern appearance that we talked about where one of the dudes went off in the corner and acted like he was jacking off or whatever. There was such a narrative around how gross and shocking this band was when they came out. They're so gross, they're so crazy, because that was how things were branded back in the day. One band member would puke at every show when they first came out. I remember that they there were articles about how they would travel around the country with a dead bird carcass in a jar, open the lid and take whiffs of it on stage to make themselves puke. Mm. That kind of shit. That to me, it's just campy bullshit horror nonsense. 
It's Jason X. You remember that band, The Used? I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pukey. Same that thing. Puked. There was this whole Bert. story about like he, Burt McCracken. Yeah, Burt McCracken. Sounds like a yeah. McDonald's commercial character. I thought it was a joke, actually, forever. I think it's actually his name. Sounds like uh, Bill Murray's character in Kingpin. Yeah. That singer used to puke all the time, and everyone acted like it was evidence that he cared so much about the music that he was wrecking himself, like it's Gigi Allen or some shit. It's just kind of annoying. Uh, same thing about Gigi Allen, It's man. just sticky. The fact that there are people who think Gigi Allen was cool in any way, shape, or form is part of the reason that Slipknot exists. I think it's gross not in the way that they intend it to be. I know that their brand is like, we're gross, and we want to be gross because everything's gross, and we think life is gross. Dude, maggots. I, I think it's gross in a whole different way. It's lazy. It's super lazy. If you're trying to be offensive, this is the laziest way to be offensive. Anytime you get into just the theatrics, you're just going to try to live up to the Alice Cooper and you're going to fail. Because Alice Cooper was clearly theater. Yeah. Obviously presented as such. This is more from the Ozzy Osbourne school. And I don't think it's an accident that when Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off a bat in 1982, that happened in Des Moines, Iowa, mm. where this band is from. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. think that's a fucking accident, man. The pieces are coming together. The true story of Slipknot at nine. Oh, wait, no, that's the number of man members. This is Mark Mosley talking. Uh, by this time, you probably have a good idea whether you agree with us or not. And if you don't like the podcast, that's completely fine. Everyone needs a moronic friend. Either way, we don't really care. We just like to get discussions going around all these topics, you know? If you're a fan of me, Tyler, do us a favor. Go ahead and share this episode. Yeah, tweet about it. Post it on your Facebook Actually, the thing I think you should do, click the little share button on whatever phone you have, send it to someone that you know likes the band of the episode that you're currently listening to. It is most important <laughs> thing that you know where your friends stand with these things. And the only way to know that is you send them this episode. You wait for the fallout to happen. Right. Then go to yfbspod.com. You can get stickers, buttons, shirts. By the time you're hearing this, there's no telling what will be in the store. Just get something. Yeah. Make sure if it's a sticker, like put it on your car. On the passenger side window facing in after that friend doesn't even acknowledge that you sent them the episode but they definitely listen to it no way to resist it it's kind of awkward the next time you see them sure. especially when you're wearing your favorite band sucks t-shirt mm -hmm. you know yeah you'll like it i'm trying i'm trying a new catchphrase out hey, you'll like it you'll like it mark says you'll like it <laughs> I can't imagine spending very much time at all talking about Slipknot lyrics. If you want to know what Slipknot lyrics are like and why they're so dumb, just go look up the words to the song Disaster Piece. It's violent shit for the sake of being shocking and violent, and then some stuff that sounds smart to people who like to spend their Friday nights hanging out behind a gas station. To me, the lyrics, I don't know, whatever age boys hit puberty, between say, thir say between 13 and 18 year old boys journal, that's what Slipknot lyrics are. But like the weird kid in class, trench coat kid, his diary are Slipknot lyrics. Noises, noises, people make noises when they're sick. Nothing to do except hold on to nothing. Uh. Oh, can't even do it. It's also just not original. I'm pretty sure the Eve Six guy had already written that line about finding nothing but faith in nothing. I can tell you what all the lyrics are. I'm pissed. Fuck you. You suck. Burn the world down. I mean, this is too easy. Life sucks. The song My Plague, the lyrics are, you fucking touch me, I will rip you apart. I'll reach in and take a bite out of that shit you call a heart. Man. <laughs> 
seriously sounds like the first poem that a kid wrote. Well, it's like that joke in Happy Gilmore. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It sounds like the first time that a boy really likes a girl, but there's another guy that likes her. He's coming Mm -hmm. over and being like trying to hit on your girl. And you're thinking to yourself, like brooding to yourself and write down, I would rip that guy's heart out and I would eat it. See, the thing is for me is if it was a bunch of teenagers writing lyrics like this, it would be easier pill to swallow than grown men writing songs as if they are 13 year old. It's parasitic behavior. Yeah, like maybe they're fucked up. I don't know. Also, you don't have to put this out as a product. If you do need to make this shit to get it out of you, if that's really what you gotta do, as they always talk about in their interviews or whatever, there's nothing that says you have to put it out into the world. You could just record it and just delete it. Totally could. Or just have it. You don't have to put it out. And again, I don't mean to single Slipknot out. Linkin Park. Linkin Park is a band I can say for sure falls into this category. One of the choruses of one of their songs is the words, shut up when I'm talking to you. Also, Rage Against the Machine. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. It's a super basic thing. It means so many things to so many different people. Mm -hmm. But neither one of those bands, Linkin Park and Rage Against the Machine, they did not steer hard into this, let's explore the absolute darkest, most fucked up. Parts of your brain. Don't make this your brand. Why? Yeah. My mom used to get really upset with me when I listened to uh, that Beck song, I'm a Loser. Yeah. It would really bother her. Well, mom, at least I don't think people are shit. Okay? It was such a thing in the 90s. Kids who were going through puberty thought that they were crazy. There was a whole industry of music built on feeding that. They're never going to understand you. Like the Linkin Park lyrics, the Rage Against the Machine lyrics I'm talking about, those bands were already huge by the time Slipknot came along. It's not possible for bands to have success in an area without other bands distilling the product. Here's the hardcore version of it. And that's Slipknot. There's no argument here. Slipknot saw corn, saw all this vague teen angst being popular. Also Nirvana, of course, Uh we should definitely throw their name in here. It would be impossible to watch all this shit and not come up with the idea, oh, we should just go as far in that direction as we can go. And of course it's going to work. And of course it worked. Sell a bunch of bullshit. In interviews, they've even talked about the reason why they wear the mask, the reason why they gave themselves the numbers. They've said it was a comment on how we're a product. Right. So why would anyone assume that the music is an exception to that philosophy when they've clearly built so much of the rest of the band on that philosophy? Right, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure out of nine people, the odds are pretty good that at least one of these dudes is real fucked up in a legitimate way. Statistically yeah. speaking, probably more than like one. Like half of them, yeah. sure. <laughs> Sure. Definitely more than Not one. Not saying that. I'm so angry at the world. I will burn everything down. I will just do crazy stuff. It's kind of a touchy subject. I don't know how close to the line we can get, but yeah, there have been instances of this band being associated with things that we probably just don't even want to talk about yeah. on this show. But here's my problem, and here's why I don't like this whole thing that happened when it was cool to brand yourself as crazy. You know, I'm so crazy. <laughs> Yeah, creepy and crazy. Look at me. So the problem with that is when kids are going through puberty, they feel crazy. So they can identify with that. Oh, sure. And we're talking about tons of people who become totally adjusted, normal adults. They equalize, they come through it all and they're fine. But there are people who are not. The reality is that there are people who are going to do extremely fucked up stuff and they're out there and they're in this world and when we make it trendy to be insane when it becomes fashionable 
to show up to school like someone that all the other kids need to be worried about. And that's your way to get attention because that's what you need because your dad doesn't hug you enough or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And that's all that's going on is your dad doesn't hug you enough. It makes it very, very difficult to find out who's actually going to be a problem. The lyrics to the song surfacing are the mission statement for Hot Topic's existence. Running out of ways to run, I can't see, I can't be, over and over and under my skin. All this attention is doing me in. Fuck it all, fuck this world, fuck everything that you stand for. Don't belong, don't exist, don't give a shit, don't ever judge me. Everyone who's ever walked into a Hot Topic. You don't even have to make it to Hot Topic and you're already singing <laughs> these words to yourself. You cross the threshold of the mall door on a Friday and walk towards Hot Topic. These kids exist. That reminds me, there's a guy Last winter, whenever we would go to the mall, we would take the kids to the mall. There was this guy there, and he was there often. And he looked like he would be a Slipknot fan. Next time I see him, I'm going to ask him. Ask him what? If he's a Slipknot fan. Of course he is. Because he has an ICP tattoo also. He definitely likes Slipknot. I want to know, yeah. are you down with the other clowns? Yes. Because if this is true, this is a grown man that's still living out his mall fantasies. They're out there. He said people equal shit one too many times and now he's stuck. This is one of the bands I almost feel bad about doing an episode on because if you're shopping at a Hot Topic, obviously everything's not okay, but that's probably a temporary situation is my thing. And what I find more disturbing than that temporary situation is how many people settle into this as a permanent outlook on life and embrace this people equal shit attitude about everything. Mm -hmm. This like. Fuck, if you, if that's what you really think, if you really think the people equal shit, how is wearing black lipstick going to improve the situation? How is any of the stuff that you're doing going to fix it? Because you can improve all this stuff. If you don't like something about the world and your next act isn't to set about changing it, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I just wonder, what is it like if you're in a band like Slipknot and there's somebody really likes your band in 1996? And they just really embrace the slipknot mentality. What are they doing 20 years later? Because your band's been around now for 25 years. This band came of age. This band reached the mainstream right at the time that the internet was becoming a thing. So yeah. like, once you inject this brand into the internet, it's just a virus. Every kid who's going through puberty is still discovering this. That whole SoundCloud rap thing where it's like, I'm going to do as much drugs as I can do and I don't care if it kills me. Nihilist SoundCloud rap thing. Those kids all cite Slipknot as an influence. Sure. This is very much still alive in the culture yeah. in ways that people would not even think to connect the dots to. This whole people equal shit attitude is everyone's excuse to never try, to mm. never do anything meaningful. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter. Everything's just shit. Well, fuck you. Yeah, you probably should go lock yourself in a closet and listen to this. One thing I do love, Corey Taylor now, because he leveraged Slipknot's success into having a career with Stone Sour, took the mask off. Mm -hmm. This is clearly a guy who just wants to have a microphone in his hand. It's one of these situations like Morrissey or one of the Gallagher brothers. No one has a reason to care what this guy thinks about anything, but people keep asking him questions just because they know he's going to say some dumb shit. Just give him the microphone and let him riff. It'll be unintentionally funny at we least. We should have him on the podcast to talk about a band. He would be a great guest. First of all, I could see him agreeing with everything that we've said. Off, off mic. And if you want to read some real funny shit, for some reason someone thought it would be a great idea to let Corey Taylor write books. He's got books where he just writes rants. One of them is like, you're making me hate you. 
I think does the Slipknot song turn into a book or something? He rants about like people who stop walking in airports in front of him. Like, <laughs> like dude, you are not George Carlin. You have oh, you man. have passed out from heat exhaustion far too many times to be able to have anything insightful to say. Those, I promise. All that puking has gone to your brain. One of his rants is about how he wishes that aliens, extraterrestrial beings would kidnap him because the human species is so stupid. And the reason why he says the human species is so stupid is, I guess, because of the normal mainstream shit that everyone consumes and talks about. Everyone here is so stupid. It's just mainstream culture is so stupid. Dude, your band is very much a part of mainstream culture. Slipknot is a headliner on heavy festivals. Mm -hmm. This band is huge. But also think about the fact that this is a guy who has no reservations about being obsessed with the TV show Supernatural to the point where he freaked out when one of the actors from Supernatural wanted to sing a Bon Jovi song at a <laughs> nerd convention with him. And Corey Taylor of Slipknot did actually do this, sang a Bon Jovi cover with one of the actors from the show Supernatural. This is a guy who publishes books ranting about how stupid mainstream culture is pick a fucking side people are shit or you like supernatural there's really no <laughs> middle ground here man yeah if you think that the aliens are gonna look at this whole planet and pick you yeah. i've got some real tough news buddy that's not happening i've got a way better chance of being picked up by the aliens <laughs> than you do I'm really hoping that they like our podcast and they'll want to take us both. For sure. This guy also believes in ghosts super hard. He's talked so many times about sightings. I don't even know what to call them. What if he goes on ghost tours when they're on tour? Do you think they do that? He would. He would. Every city they go to, he has to go on the ghost tour. All right, here's the thing. Ghosts are not real. And I have the most simple evidence proof for why Ghosts are not real. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Think about how many individual human bodies have lived on this planet since humans were a thing. Yeah. All right. A few. If every single one of those bodies had the potential to turn into a ghost, every inch of this planet would be populated with supernatural activity. Sure. Okay. You would never have met a person who hadn't seen a ghost. I don't care if you want to go like, oh, it's trauma that creates it. Do you realize how many people have been murdered since people have been a thing? Sure. The entire continent of Europe would be a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> ghosts are not real. But I do think it's funny when famous rich people think that ghosts are real. Oh, man. People, people, what you need to do is find the end of the rope, pull on that, release the knot, and realize that if Slipknot is your favorite band, your favorite band sucks. You're welcome for listening to Your Favorite Band Sucks. You couldn't hear it, but Mark and I were actually wearing masks that whole time. It was hilarious, I promise. Go to yfbspod.com to get a link for this episode that you can post on your social media. This one ought to be pretty good for some real smart guy comments. While you're on the website, take a look at our merch store, see if we have anything you'd like. Keep in mind Christmas is coming up. Nothing says I love you like understanding that they hate music and buying them a shirt about it. 
We also added a page to the website that has an alphabetical list of all the bands we've done episodes on. Maybe that'll come in handy to some of you. Maybe you just want to sit there and be stunned at our bravery. For whatever reason anyone needs that page, it is there now. We almost always have fun recording this show. This episode was no exception. One of the ways you can tell Mark and I are really having a good time is when we start trading analogies to relate to each other on how much a specific band sucks. Turns out Slipknot reminds us of all the things that can make or break horror films. You never know what you'll get on your favorite band sucks. That's what keeps them listening. Press play and enjoy that ride no matter where it goes. I'll tell you, when the podcast comes back, we're going pretty fucking far. Seems like we've been talking about a lot of newer bands lately, giving the kids what they want, you know, but it's time to take a trip back to another world. A place called the late 70s, because it's the only place that could have put this next 